0: Welcome to Winning with the Burns, a podcast for highly ambitious people who have a burning desire to learn what it takes to win at a high level. Hey guys, thanks for joining us again today. You know, I'm here with a very special guest. Uh, He's a mentor in in our business to me, but he's also turned out to be a great friend. Uh, I got Mr. Rob Jones, founder of Equus Financial and managing partner of Integrity Marketing Group. Hey, welcome. Thanks, man. I really, uh, it's great to be here. Yeah, I come all the way from Ohio. Well, really Florida. To be with us today so you know rob i want to jump in starting off you know you didn't always start off in the insurance business like you had a full-time career and you decided you wanted to start in in the insurance you wanted to be you wanted to sell some insurance to start making extra money so let's talk about let's like dive into your story on when you started in the business and you know why you started because i think a lot of people are kind of in a situation now they're thinking about I need to make extra money and I don't know where I can go to do that, but
1: you were fortunate to find the insurance business. So let's dive into that story. You know what? It's interesting you asked me that because I was was just thinking like where we're at in our country right now, I think there's a lot of people that need to make, you know, sharp people out there that work a full-time job. You know, they're literally, I think with inflation, everything that's happened, like they're thinking, man, if there was a way I could bring in some extra cash every month to help with the expenses, it makes me think back to when I got in the business in September of 07, because if you remember back at that time, it was similar to now. Right. And, you know, to your point, I mean, I worked 17 years, same job. Frankly, I liked it. I loved what I was doing. Our company was bought out and uh, my income took a big hit unless I was willing to move across the country, which I wasn't. So I made a decision you know i was always taught growing up right you never get another job you you never quit the one you got till you find another one so i thought okay i'm going to remember that principle i was taught as a kid right cuz i'd been there forever so i continued to work hard continued to do what i was doing and i i kept thinking to myself man there's got to be something out there i can either do part time full time a way of making up for the the cash flow that i'd lost by staying you know staying in dayton and working and I remember, you know, looking at a lot of different industries and, and, you know, some of it I wasn't interested in. I think you got to like what you're doing, right? At some level, you got to wake up every day excited about what you do. You got to, you know, feel like there's purpose and meaning behind what you're doing, right? And you got to love it. And I can remember, you know, I'm not going to get into all the details. I could as much as you want me to, but I remember, JB, like my back was so against the wall, right? Matter of fact, I'm still passionate for people today that are hard workers that get out there and try to make it happen. And no matter what they do, they can't seem to get ahead, right? They can't seem to break through. So I can remember, I won't even tell you what my credit card debt was because it was, I mean, it was so scary at that time. And it was so bad, I decided I wouldn't even tell my wife how bad it was, because I didn't need her stressing me out any more than I already was. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting. I I remember going to bed at night praying, man, like, God, please bring something to me. Like, there's got to be something out there. My wife stayed home, had two kids to take care of. And I can remember getting a phone call, literally, JB, I'm sitting at work in my office, And I had a phone call come in. I picked the phone up and this guy's on there. I've never talked to him before, but he said, hey, you don't know me, but you know, so and so I said, oh yeah, I know him well. He goes, what's my brother? I said, no kidding. So I got to talking to him and he said, hey, I'm just calling to ask you, I'm expanding our business in the area. Do you keep your options open to earning money outside of what you do? And I said, well, what do you do exactly? He said, well, we're in life insurance sales, right? Mortgage protection. He went on for a few minutes. I said, yeah, man, I'd be interested in taking a look at it. So I remember going to a meeting, they explained it all to me. And then I remember shortly after I remember I left and I thought, man, this really does make sense, but I was skeptical. I'm like, I wonder if this really works, right? So I went and met with him one-on-one. He showed me a lead, much like the leads we use today in our business, right? And he explained to me how I could go out there and not only make sales, but I also, I could go out there and help other people do the same thing. And just like any business in America, I could earn an override. I could make money also off of their production that they submitted to the insurance companies too. And it all made sense to me. Okay. So I remember, you know, JB, I hate to go too far and I want to be able to answer your questions, but I can remember like being in sales, right? There's a lot of people probably tuned in today that are in sales, right? And I knew that the toughest part of being in sales was what? It's prospecting. It's trying to find somebody to buy what you have. And that's the beauty of Equus, and I can get more into that with whatever questions you have, but we're putting people in a position to be able to go out there <clears throat> and and they're calling someone that's responded, right? They're calling to somebody that's put their hand up and said, yeah, I'm interested in what you got, right? It's a matter of you making it work out for them. So you, you get in September 2007, you get that phone call, all
0: right? Now, did you start full-time or you're like, wait, let me see if this works part-time, Before I quit the job, because you, you were explaining to me a while back, like the job that you had, basically your income was cut in half. And so you had to make up, you used, uh, credit cards and everything to make a living. And then you're like, I finally have something. How long was that before you finally said, I'm going full fledged into straight commission because I'm betting on myself. I'm leaving a career that I've had for 17 years, but I'm going full fledged into straight
1: commission. My answer would be this. When, when I took a pay cut, it was six figures. So my plan was simple. When I could replace the six figures, then I would go full-time. And that took me three years. Okay. Okay. So once I hit that, I made a decision to say, okay, I'm done with this business. I'm moving forward full-time with insurance. And now when you started uh, going full-fledged insurance and
0: you know, fast-forward through uh, a lot of different you know, in- endeavors, when you said, I've had enough, I'm creating Equus Financial. Like you had a partner and you said- we want to create something that's the agent's company so people can win. You had a lot of opposition when you started that business. You had a lot of things hit you, didn't you?
1: A lot, right? A lot of things happened. And, and what happened was, you know, and I'm always thankful for my past, right? I'm thankful for those opportunities that showed up at that time, right? But things change. So what happened was I, I started with the first marketing company we were with. Learned a lot, by the way, learned a ton, had some great friends, learned a lot from a lot of successful people. But I begin to, I think when you do something long enough, you begin to look at it and you go, okay, there's a lot of things here that don't make sense to me, you know, and and I can think there's a better way of doing this. There's got to be a better way. So left there faced with a lot of opposition more than I'll ever, I'm not even going to share it with you on this. Yeah, that's that, that take a whole evening to talk about. It would take a whole <laughs> evening. It was painful, right? Oh yeah. So, moved to another company, same thing happened. I just figured it out a lot quicker because at this point I already had some experience, right? And then I remember meeting with a couple of our other part, you know, partners at Equus and I remember saying, "Man, there's got to be a better way," right? We want to create a company that we call it the agents company, right? And that's not a, a cute little tagline. We truly mean that we wake up every day, we make every decision based on how we feel about making the best agent experience we can. So what we did is said, okay, here's the things we like, here's the things we don't like. So we're going to go down this path, right? And and I remember early on, as we started Equus, we made a lot of decisions that, frankly, looking back on, we didn't even have the money to support at that time. We just had a belief that, hey, if we stay true to serving others, right, if we stay true to putting our agents in a position where this is the best opportunity in the industry that they can find, that it's all going to come back to us. Like Zig Ziglar said, right? If you help enough people in life, get what you want, you'll get what, you, you know, you're also going to do the same thing. And I think that was so true with Equus, right? Our our goal was to serve people, put them in that position. And to this day, we still call ourselves the agent's company and we're proud of that. So you started and then fast forward
0: um, into now you guys do, A lot of production. You guys get bought out from Integrity Marketing Group. Now you're Integrity uh, partner. So now I know you're on a mission to go out to find as many people that were just like you back in the day that were maybe had a job, they were looking for extra, or maybe an insurance agent who's somewhere that's like, hey, there's got to be a better opportunity where I can, you know, I can thrive where I'm at.
1: You know, JB, I'm going to answer that in a couple of different ways. Okay. I'm going to start off by saying this. I believe, number one, that every person walking this earth has a desire at some point in their life to be their own boss, right? I believe that everybody has a desire to be able to call the shots at some point. They don't want somebody else telling them what to do. I believe that people have that inside them, right? And, and you know, I think if we circle back to how we started the conversation, I spent 17 years, same career, right? Right. And I remember thinking, I'll probably never leave this, right? I gave my blood, sweat, and tears, gave up, gave up a ton of time with my family, right? And I looked back and I thought, after all of this, this is how this ended. And I think that's the case for a lot of people in America today, is I think there's a lot of talented people out there that if they looked at our industry and they really unpacked it, dissected it, and pulled it apart and understood what it is that we do every day, it's not that complicated, right? People need what we have. And that's really how I would, that's really how I would answer that. So what are some attributes? Cause
0: you've met a lot of successful people. You've mentored a lot of successful people over the years. What are some attributes of people that do very well in our arena of life insurance sales? What are are some things that you're like, you know what, these are what people have in common that do very well in, in the organization?
1: You know, number one, I would say I have been around a lot of successful people, not only in this business, but in others. And I'd say number one is their ability to set their ego at the door, right? If they've had a lot of success in the past, it's their ability to come into our model, into what we do, to be able to say, I don't care what I know. I want to know what you know, right? You understand this business. You've been at it a while. So I find that people that are coachable, people that will listen people that are tough. I believe in biz- business is tough, right? There's nothing easy. I- I've always said, I believe our business is very simple, but it's not easy. I don't think anything is easy, right? Anything you want to earn a great living at, or if you want to run a business, you're faced with challenges. So there's a lot of attributes that I would find amongst those people, but it's mental toughness, I would say is a big one. You have to be able to handle rejection. I think for a lot of people who spent time in sales, they already have mastered that, right? They understand that. I got to learn to deal with the no. I'm going to get them. So if they get one, they're not falling apart. Like they understand that's just part of the process. There's so many uh, parallels in success.
0: It doesn't matter what business you're in. There's so many parallels, but you said it best is that mental toughness. Like when you step out in business, that's when opposition hits you. It's like, because well, I've, I noticed that people, when they start something, all of a sudden they have like this opposition hit them and they're like, oh, that's a sign. I don't need to be doing this. And then they have another opposition. They're like, yep, I know I'm not supposed to be doing this. But you were able to bulldoze through that mental toughness and compartmentalize and continue to make a living and still work on your business and says, I have a purpose. I have the desire because I'm not going to let something stop my desire, my dreams, because I'm going forward.
1: My mind's going a lot of different places as you're talking, but I remember, I think everybody has their why. Everybody has something that wakes them up in the morning early, something some puts them to bed late every day, and something that motivates them, right, that keeps them moving forward. For me, that was always this. Like, it was never about the money, right? I always knew the money would be the byproduct. I knew that our business worked, right? I knew that that, that would take care of itself, but even to this day, I can look you in your eyes and tell you if there's one thing that motivates me more than anything else, more than anything, is somebody that that was in my situation, right, somebody that has a deep desire to improve their situation, is to give them that opportunity, right, to go out there and be their own boss, to my point, to be able to call the shots, to be able to control their schedule and all the things that everybody dreams of, Right being an independent business owner. But I think, JB, the motivation for me is how many people can I help get free? Right. Free of their day job. Right. Now, I'm not taking away from anything anybody does. Right. I believe there's a lot of people that what they do for a living, their occupation means everything to them. They're good at it. They're passionate about it. And I applaud them. Right. And that was the case for me for a lot of years. But I also believe there's people that want to get free of that. Right. There's people that. They get sick and tired of going to work 40, 50, 60, 70 hours a week, paying the bills. They got just a teeny bit left over, right? They're, they're constantly, they're le- the water level's like right at their nose all the time. They're saving or taking a loan out to take their family on vacation. And for me, I just, I didn't want to live that way anymore. And I love working with people that have a desire to say, that's where I want to be. That's where I want to be in life. Well, you know, it's all about timing too, because if somebody would approach you
0: three years into your career, four years into your career, you haven't took that hit financially. You never would have entertained the idea of getting in the life insurance business.
1: No, I wouldn't have, because you know, I
0: wouldn't have seen a need for it. But see, but timing is everything. And I think there's a lot of people that are waiting for the right moment, you know, and to your point, if you've got a desire and a why, like now's the moment, you know, time is one thing you can never get back. It's either on your side if you're doing the right activity consistently or it's
1: against you because you're continuing doing the same thing, expecting a different result. There's no doubt. You know, as I sit here, I'm thinking as you release this podcast, right, people are sitting around watching it. One of the crusades is the the way I'm going to describe where we're at right now is how do we reach a ton of people out there that don't know anything about our business? Maybe they do know. To show them that, in my opinion, we have the best part time opportunity in America, in my opinion, right? As far as the amount of time you have to put in to what you can make. Now, do people fail in what we do? Sure, they do. They fail in everything, right? But I think for the right person, a person that understands what we do, it makes sense to them. They get through that learning curve quickly. I just believe we can impact a lot of people across America right now if they were to be introduced to our opportunity. They were coachable trainable teachable all the following i believe that we can make a big difference for families all across the country
0: well i love that you use that word crusade because you understand that somebody before you introduced you and mentored you and showed you how to go out and help a family and you're you're all about paying it forward is how many more people can i go that was just like me and just like some other people that i've brought into the business that have been successful because they're willing to go work see that's the thing I've learned in our business is activity is really in any business but activity is king you know I always pick at Nick about you know the only difference between the guy who does the most in our business and the guy who's like number 20 or 30, the guy that does the most he's not that much more talented he don't know that much more knowledge but he does more work that's it he, he wants does it more more
1: he wants it more because he does more work. Absolutely. Yeah. It's having that fight. You know, some. it's funny you make that comment because somebody asked me the other day or they called me the other day and said, man, I keep getting people quitting, right? Like, like they get into the business and then they quit when they have a bad week or a bad couple of weeks. And I said, you found the wrong person, right? You, you got to find somebody in any business, including ours, that there's not a plan B. There is no plan B. Because what you do is you look around at, okay, there's a lot of people doing well here. You know, so I'm going to hang on that. But once I think that's another thing you said, what, what, what's the difference between people that make it here and don't, I'm gonna go back to that earlier. The difference is just that there's no plan B they get into the business. They're determined that they're going to do it for as long as it takes until they get the result that they want. Is that painful? Can be very painful, right? Do I think everybody's cut out for our business? No, I don't. I believe that in America, there's a lot of people that have no business being an independent contractor. I think that they're better off showing up at a job from nine to five or whatever. And, and it's great that we have people like that in the world. They're not good for our business, right? I don't think they should own any business.
0: Well, you know, you said it best about people that have the desire and they actually go work, but you know, you have grown in business, not numbers wise, but as an individual, And you always talk about the importance of self-developing, reading and becoming the type of person that people want to be in business with It's like, I have to continue to grow
1: because if I don't grow, I can't allow my organization to grow with me. Well, and that's why there's that old saying, right? That once you go out there and you hire somebody that relies on you, like everything's changed at that point, right? Everything, the whole game changes because now you have somebody looking up to you to, you know, for the answers, right? Looking up to you for leadership. So yes, 100%. Yeah. Continue to grow. That's the name of the
0: game. You know, and when we say grow, a lot of people, again, think about monetary. They think about production because that's what, that's the scoreboard in our, our business is the production, right? That's the That's the scoreboard. But growing to where you think differently, you're able to help people where they're at, not where you want them to be. And there's a difference between managing your business and leading your business. And you guys have done a great job at Equus in leading the charge and, uh, and given so many resources that people just have to be resourceful. You know, people lack that. Well, they're not resourceful enough to tap into all the resources you guys provide. And I am, I'm a little biased, obviously, but I do believe that Equus Financial is the best kept secret. The issue is it's a, it's a secret. We we need to be on a crusade to tell more people about we can help you get to where you want to be, not where we want you to be. Because to your point, there's some people that come in, they just want to make an extra couple hundred bucks a, a month and that's fine. But then you have the people like a Rob Jones that says, hey, I was made for
1: more. I have a desire to go out and do something special. Yeah. And I think you bring up a valuable point, you know, is is we're not interested in telling people like. I don't know what your goals are, right? If it's one, I always say, be committed at some level. Yeah. You know, if your goal is to go out there and help one family a week, then be the best you can be at helping one family a week. If it's five a week, then be the best you can at five, right? Figure out what that looks like for you and, and stay true to that, right? Make that your, make that your mission every week that no matter what, like business life or death, this has to happen every single week for me. And I love it that you don't
0: uh, sugarcoat everything saying, oh, it's going to be great. Like you always say, only thing I can promise you is a tough time in this business, right? But if you're willing to go through that tough time, I promise you there is success on the other side of that tough time. There's a
1: lot of uh, opposition that we all face. If you think back to when you got in the business, you probably faced oppositions from friends, family, colleagues you had worked with. I was faced with all that too, right? I, I can remember coming into work and... People knew what I was doing, right? They clearly understood that I was working part time and they begin to see that things were changing for me. But in the beginning, I had people saying, man, I can't believe you're in that insurance business. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you can't make any money doing that. I know so-and-so that did that. They didn't make any money. They didn't even understand what I was doing, but it's like the crabs in the bucket, right? If they had the idea that you were going to advance and get further in life than they were, they wanted to pull you down. Right, people for some reason hate other people feeling like they're missing out. Right, the fear of missing out. Yeah, and I look back now. Matter of fact, I'll talk to people I worked with years ago, and they'll say, "How'd that insurance thing work out?" I'm like, "It worked out pretty good." And and they had that opportunity. I shared it with them at that time, and they just never responded. Well, you're being very humble when you say it worked out pretty good, but you know, there's so many stories around our town.
0: You know, we were at a a basketball game one time, and. You know, guy asked Nick, you know, what kind of business are you in? And Nick said, oh, I'm in life insurance. He said, man, he said, I got introduced several years ago in that business. He said, a buddy of mine told me I, I, I should do it. And uh, Nick was like, well, how, how'd it work out for you? He said, well, I didn't get in the business. I was too smart for it. He, on the other hand, he did very well for himself. And he's still in it. He said, but I figured out ways it wouldn't work. He said, I sat around and said, this won't work because of this. Instead of looking at too many other people that have had success and said, well, if they're having success, there's just something I don't know about it yet. And I got to figure out what they know that I don't know. But he sat around. He was too smart for the business and said, these are ways it won't work. You know, and to your point, you had people, you know, I always tell people when you start in any, any business, I mean, it don't matter. But we're talking about our life insurance business now. But anytime you start a business, you have groups of people that w- they're for you. Hey, I'm rooting you on. I hope you do well. Or, hey, I'd like to help you out. What can I do to help you out? Then you have a group of people like, let me see how it works out for you first. And then you have a group of people that that crap will never work. And years later, when it does work, they'll even still say, well, I don't know how it works because there ain't no way that crap can work for you. Right. So you got to learn how to identify those people and not share your vision to everybody because that vision isn't for everybody in your
1: circle. And and you know what, JB, that that's. Frankly, I mean, it's hard hard for me to even comment because everything you said is so true. But that's the passion at Equus, right? That's that's why. As I think about the time we've carved out to do this this podcast today together, my my hopes are, my prayer would be that there's somebody out there, right? Somebody out. We don't even know who it is, right? Could listen to this and and get done with it and say, you know what? I think I'm gonna pick the phone up, make a phone call, and see if this doesn't make sense right? See if maybe this would work for me. That's in a situation where they, they don't see a way out, you know? And, and that's where I like, sometimes it's hard for me to even talk about the early days of our business because it was so painful getting into it. You know what I'm saying? Very painful from a financial standpoint. You know, we've always said that, you know, aside from a, a health condition, there's nothing more debilitating than a financial condition, right? When you have lack of, and, um, we just want to go make a difference, man. And I
0: love it. That's, I mean, that's a great way to end it. I mean, you and I can sit here and talk for, you know, two days about the business cause we're so passionate about it. But I think you just said it best finding someone who has that desire, you know, giving hope to somebody that is looking for extra money, maybe a career change, but at the end of the day, it's on them. It's got to be their choice. Absolutely. So, hey, well, thanks again, man, for taking the time. I'm going to make sure I can get you back to LaGrange and spend some time here. Hey, I will definitely be back. I always love coming to LaGrange. Awesome. Appreciate you having me.